This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Bam Erickson with Afterbus TV for Power, season two, episode, uh, season four, episode two, titled Things Are Gonna Get Worse. Man, we have so much to talk about, and we got a special guest. Let's go. Super fan discussion Afterbuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah. I just come from Do you do you know the lyrics to this? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know the the beginning yeah. and the catchy part. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Bam Erickson. You can follow me on all social media at Bam Erickson. What's up, guys? I am your girl, Robin Ayers. You can follow me at Robin Ayers on all of my social media platforms. And guess who's in the building with us today? <laughs> David Romero, you guys know him as Sandoval on Power. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank thank you, you for, for coming me. back. Thank you for having me. And yeah. where can you be found on social media? David Romero, uh, I'm both. Okay. So, Sandoval is in the building. Okay, so let's break this down. So we have the prosecution, the prosecution versus the defense. So. Proctor questions James at the same time that John questions Angela about their relationship. It's decided on both ends that bringing up their relationship is suicide for both sides and that neither can take the witness stand. So, <laughs> do you agree? Do you agree? That neither can take the stand? Yeah. Um, I mean, logically, yes, but mm-hmm. do I wish one of them would take the stand? Absolutely, mm-hmm. just because, like, juicy, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't say any, anything on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what was your thoughts on the, the parallels between between James having the conversation with, with Proctor and then Angela having the conversation yeah. with the whole entire game from John to Sandoval to Cooper Sacks to, yeah. Yeah, to Donovan? I like that, though. But I, I don't know what you call that type of, you know, uh, camera work or shooting or whatever, but I love that, how they're telling almost the same exact story mm-hmm. slight differences yeah. but uh, I don't know what it's called but I, I really enjoyed that you know it's, it's part it's it's kind of part of the setup you know how episode one was a setup for, for everything that's going to start happening from what happened last year mm-hmm. and that type of, of, of shooting it kind of gives you info from every direction at the same time mm-hmm. yeah I love it so I do too I. Um, what I also thought was interesting was um, was how he was working with with James to make sure that he speaks and says the right words and what not to say. And so it was it was a great 
course for him in case. You're talking about Proctor. Yes, Proctor. Yes. Well, let me just tell you this. I know Proctor's dirty, but mm-hmm. I, I, I got to give it up for Proctor because if I were in that situation, <laughs> I want Proctor to be hooking me up the same way that he is with Ghost. Like, mm-hmm. I love the, the little slight. Here's the thing. And I think we touched on this last week, but so many people are rooting for Ghost to get out. And so many people are just rooting for him just because we we see that ultimately he is a good dude. Mm-hmm. He's locked up, yes, for the wrong reason. But uh, some people, of course, want him to do his time because yeah. of a lot of the dirt that he's done in the past. But so many of us <laughs> want him to win. And so Proctor is sort of like helping him along that path. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what I like about Proctor. Okay, so now... Okay, so now the, the the good part. So it's decided <laughs> that the route is for St. Patrick and Egan. Um, that's the route that the prosecution is doing, and so they need to prove that Egan's ghost. So the story is that Egan and Knox were working for Lobos as co-conspirators, and after Lobos is murdered, Knox was under investigation for leaking classified information. Prosecutors believe James St. Patrick silenced Knox at the order of Thomas Egan, and so now they rate truth. <laughs> Sandoval. I can't. I can't lie. That that part pissed me off. Okay, go ahead. What when they, when they rated truth? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. not even that they rated truth, but Sandoval. What? I mean, what's up? What's up? I mean, we debated. We yeah. Whether he what he was going to do with the gun, and he, you know, last uh, week he was getting ready to throw it out. Right. First of all, what was that decision right at that moment to keep it when it was raining outside? Well, he got a call from Sachs and. <clears throat> saying that Angela just arrested James St. Patrick. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. And because he knows how things happen in the office, he, he, at that moment, he decided, you don't want to keep the gun. I am attached to this. Maybe I can use this as leverage, or as, he's probably going to plant the gun. He probably thought that from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, Sandoval, in life, we make decisions sometimes that cause, like, that have repercussions, mm-hmm. right? And then we end up sometimes making decision after decision after decision after decision because of this one big lie or mm-hmm. one big bad move. Yeah. That's where he's at. So he's just kind of, he should have stayed in LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before I go back and forth dragging the character Sandoval, my, the confusing question to me is, there is this thing that is being said that James's DNA evidence and fingerprints is under Knox's fingernails. How is that possible? You'll see. Oh, so you can't. Oh, okay. okay, so you I can't, can't answer. Okay, I so, can't say that, but okay. but it, it's possible. Okay. okay, so because we didn't see it, so we're like, is that that can't be bad writing? Well, no. So yes, the question was, how did it get there? And from what we saw, it looked like well, maybe. No, you did see it. Yeah, we okay. did. You did see okay. it. Okay, so that's it. what I was thinking. The the point where Greg pulled Ghost over in the truck and like the little small him up, but it, it didn't seem like he touched his physical person, just like his clothes. And I thought he was wearing gloves because because normally James is always wearing gloves when he's driving an SUV, but maybe not. No, they're saying that the DNA was under, under Greg's under fingernails. Greg's fingernails. Right, but okay, I'll have to go back and watch that to tr- to see that scene to try and figure out because okay. I just don't get how 
James's finger, uh, ev- uh, how the DNA can be under his finger- fingernails. Watch but, that yeah. episode. Okay. Forensics is like, you know, the, the very small things. So, and then they, you know, when they find these bodies, they, they scrub them down to the very last drop. So I'm sure they're, you know, there's a possible yeah. way of finding things. Okay, last episode. What what we read, not this past episode, uh, uh, episode one, okay? Mm-hmm. What we read on Sandoval's face a couple of times when they mentioned Ghost somehow, you know, being locked up or, you know, it was getting worse for Ghost. Sandoval, knowing that he did it, were we, were we seeing um, guilt or were we seeing that Sandoval was feeling bad or what, what were we reading on his face? Well, you know, he, he, Sandoval is, is, is not a killer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did kill someone, yeah. and, he, and he's 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 involved. But you know, all these these things that he's been forced to do to save his own ass, mm-hmm. um, he, he still kind of he still has some kind of humanity. Yeah, you know, he's still going to feel bad for the guy, right? But at the same time, he knows about ghosts, and he knows what ghosts does, and he right. knows ghosts has killed plenty of people, and he deals drugs, and he's like. You know, he doesn't deserve to be. Mm-hmm. I, I've only done it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Mike's only done it, you know, one or once or twice. Ghost has done it all the time. So you know what? Yeah. I'm so a, sort of justifying it. He's trying and, to justify it. Yeah. yeah. But there's still some humanity in there. So he's going to feel like, you know, he's also a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So he's going to feel like, you know, I'm, 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 it's not right, but I got to do what I got to do. It's good stuff. Um, <laughs> I have to say that Sandoval is one of my favorite characters because... He plays both sides so well. He's such a smart. He's much. As, he's such a smart guy. He was working for Lobos. Um, n- no one. Oh, that's a question that I had. When did you know that you were working for Lobos? Did you know that when you read the script, or were you given that information prior, somewhere along the way? It's I, I, me personally. Uh-huh. I was told um, at the end of the first season. Okay. When I was there, I found out towards the end. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, or do you mean the, or were you asking the character as well? How did he know he was? Oh. No, mean, meaning that when did like when did the when did the yeah, when did the character know that or when did you know as the actor that you were the, you know working with? Then I was the mole. Yeah, um, I think it was I think it was the first season. I was the second season for mm-hmm. me, but uh, my first season there. Okay, yeah. well, one of the things that I like about this character is again he's working for Lobo. He was working for Lobos. Lobos is dead, and then Greg found out about him, and then he took him out like. He, for me, I feel like Sandoval is probably the smartest character on Power because he's a lawyer. He probably has photographic memory, and he covers his ass mm-hmm. on every single part. And even the little small things, like when he clicks his thumbs, when he feels when he feels guilty, like no, he's very smart, and he knew exactly where to plant the gun. Right. So at one point, it's like, I want to hate him, but you got to love him because he's so smart and how he's planning everything. Even with the gun, we were like, okay, should he plan it? Should he not? So then uh, he planted the gun. He planted it right where he knew um, um, Donovan will pick the... I just, I think his character is smart. And I do think that although you would think that his character is probably going to die, I think he's going to get off scot-free. I, I really do. I think his... He's he's so smart, and mm-hmm. that's why he's still where he, he's gotten away with it. Because before he came to New York City, mm-hmm. he was already working for Lobos. Yeah, mm-hmm. he and Lobos go back, um, and he's been able to you know hide that for for long enough. Mm-hmm. It just got a little more complicated in New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the thing that I find interesting is that 
typically speaking with all of the characters, the main characters, we see a little bit more into their background. We see like a family member, we'll see someone close to them, and we have not yet seen that from Sandoval. I don't know if you can mention if if, if we're going to be able to see like a family member or something like that. Well, um, it, I mean, you know he has a daughter. Yeah, we know yeah. you have a daughter. Right. right. And Sandoval has a daughter. Right. Uh, that's that's his most important thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's he's basically alone now in New York City, so the only person that he cares um, to really, who really cares about is his, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because if you look at it, uh, for instance, um, Angela, we saw her sister. Mm-hmm. When you when you see Paz, you get you get a better understanding as to why Angela or just some of the, the quirky things about her. You mm-hmm. get like a little bit more in-depth into her character. When Dre, when you, you were able to see the the scene with Kanan and the, his daughter, right. mm-hmm. it gave you a reason like, okay, now, you know, why Dre does some of the things that he does or what he's trying to protect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives you a little bit more background. And so we haven't yet seen that with Sandoval. So. To be honest, I think the way Sandoval uh, is played, I really don't care. I, I don't really care his background because... It's so fun to watch him watch his ass and play both sides that I'm, I don't really care about his daughter. Right. Well, I mean, and we don't have to. Yeah, no yeah. one but, has to but, care. No, but, but I get your point. Yeah. Yes. And, and the other thing is he is so... Sandoval does the best job at... We can't quite tell, you know, exactly what he's, what he's thinking mm-hmm. at the moment. Others are... You can kind of read a facial expression here and there. That's why I was so excited that I was like, is he feeling bad? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that I was able to read a little bit of that on his face because, uh, you know, it gave you a little bit more insight. Because generally, like when I watch Sandoval, he's just so hard to read. Yeah. So usually with that type of character, mm-hmm. you'll get something else, some sort of background, back pocket information that mm-hmm. leads you to, you know, know a little bit more about that character. Now, speaking of that, Angela is terrible at having a poker face because when it was revealed oh, yeah. to her that the gun was planted, she had to look like, oh gosh, this can't be right. Um, and so with that moment, do you feel like that was a moment where she kind of gave expression that she knew James was innocent? Or do you, what, what's your take on her reaction to knowing that the gun was planted at the club? I don't know whether her facial expression says that she knew he was guilty or not. I just felt like she knows more and more that she's getting, it's getting real. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And she's feeling really bad about it. Yeah, but she, did she, like, she didn't really believe it right away. I mean, she doubted that, that he would make a mistake like that. Yeah, and she, she questions Mike. She, yeah, she does. She does question yeah. it. Yes. And, and, and Mike shut that, he shut it down real quick. But then also Angela did say later that she felt that James, if he did, he planted the gun in order to, um, in order to, um, to to clear his case. She felt like if... if right, he, if, she said yeah. that to Sandoval. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I wonder what she means by that. Yeah. Did you pick that up? I did pick that up, but I didn't wonder... I don't understand how the gun... Oh, well, because she knows that he didn't do it, and therefore the prince wouldn't... His prince mm-hmm. wouldn't physically be on the gun because how are they going to make that happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I, it's, it's a lot to me that mm-hmm. still has to, like, it's got to unfold a little yeah. bit more for me. Oh, it's going to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I, okay. I can feel it. But I, I definitely sense that Angie is feeling, number one, bad, because mm-hmm. all of this is sort of happening because of her. Like, she, <laughs> what? 
You don't think she's feeling bad? She is feeling bad, but Sandoval, he has to feel even worse because he is the cause of he killed Greg. No, he he killed he killed Greg. James is about to face the death penalty because Sandoval killed Knox. <laughs> he planted the gun. I'm I'm almost starting to think that this is Sandoval's fault more than Angela. Yet yeah, Angela did arrest him, but if Angela hadn't arrested James, none of this the gun would be in the water yeah, and right. we would be moving on. Yeah, she knows. I mean, it's because of her. Right. <laughs> and, and, and and this was a man she was absolutely head over heels in love with. Yeah. And now you hear that he's about to get the death penalty. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's real. One other go ahead. But the fingerprint is what did it. Yeah. yeah. She saw it was James' fingerprint. I mean, yes, but isn't what, there no. What would go through your mind if you the person you the person you love, you think the person you love just killed the person you were sleeping with. Right. The person you also kind right. of mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's a good you point. You went that far, you know? But at the yes, yes, absolutely. But if I'm Angela, or if I'm anyone in that office, I look a little bit deeper, right? Right. Yeah. But you sometimes you act out of just rage. Your, your you emotion. act instead of taking a breath and taking a few seconds to think about it. You just act out of the first emotion that comes to you. Yeah, because she went from that night from finding the fingertips straight to truth. So yeah. She didn't yeah. even sleep on it. Yeah. And yeah. It just pissed her off. And yeah. Um, now, when Sandoval went into um, went into Ghost's uh, or James's office, for me it looked like I had saw on the very top middle of of the wall, right below the um, the, the the bar, I saw like a black object. Which, when you go to uh, clubs or if you're at the mall or something, that's security. Yes, could be. But you you remember? I don't know if you noticed this when when he walks into the. Uh, into the club, he tells Dre, "I want." That's right. I want all the footage. I want all. No, I think in order to do that, you might have to. He, and you have to shut it down. Yeah. And, and, and so down. and so, um, Donovan yeah. says, "Shut it down." Hmm? Mike, uh, Mike knows the place is wired. He's not yeah. going to walk in there if he's not sure. Yeah. Yeah, but what if? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. What if Dre was smarter than that, and Dre was just like, "Listen, that could be too." Yeah, you know, you never know. Like Dre is he's smart, a smart, dude. smart guy. Um, John Sachs, uh, uh, John Max said that he will not lose to Proctor again. So I felt at that moment he's clearly this is he wants to win more than than anything. What's your take on this this battle between the two? Just exactly what it is. Uh-huh. It's a battle between the two, yeah. and it's you know I don't know that there's anything uh, more to it. It just seems like they're out for blood on both sides. Well, I, I'm not even going to say for Proctor. He just mm-hmm. seems like he's genuinely really into getting ghosts off uh, for, you know, the right reasons because mm-hmm. they have that type of relationship. But I will say that he definitely does seem like he just wants to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the other side, so now Proctor, uh, Proctor plays a race card to the news press to poison the juror selection. And so then when, when John was presenting his case, we see C. Jackson, the security guard, who, mm-hmm. we, who is revealed later, that is Charlie, who is texting... Uh, Proctor the information. Did you catch that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, who is Charlie? I like this guy. I don't know who he is, <laughs> but I like him, and I like the fact that, as you said, like, we had an argument last week or a debate last week, and I said, I'm not really sure that Proctor is the the right lawyer, and they all said, no, he's the right lawyer because you know he plays dirty, and so I agree now. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, I think that's exactly it. I think I think Proctor 
we don't know his history all the way, but mm. he's got some history. Yeah. And I like the fact that he's got his little plants, you know, and we don't know where else they could be, but they're out there. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, why was Angela in the office present with the rest of the, the lawyers on the case uh, when going to the judge to deny speaking to the press? Why wasn't she? Or why, why, why was, why, why she, why was she, she there? Well, she's part of the team. I thought she's not a part of the team. Well, well, she's not going to argue the case. Yeah. And, but she's part of the task force. Okay. Yeah, but isn't this entire thing a conflict of interest? And that she shouldn't be there? I mean, just, I don't know, from what I know about law. Well, she I mean, arrested was, him. She brought him in. Yeah. Oh, okay. We can't use her because, yeah, it is a conflict of interest. Yeah. yeah. They'll destroy her. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tommy is warned by Proctor to stay low and stop selling drugs. And so. He provides Proctor's wife with drugs. So we see a past mm-hmm. with that. Do you have any comments about that before I move on? No, but I, I, <laughs> the funny part was that he said, okay, I'll, I'll lay low. And then the very next scene, yeah. he's uh, <laughs> he's getting mm-hmm. at the boy, uh, his you know, the team, yeah, the yeah. team guy. I forget his name. But runs, runs yeah. him over with the car. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, way to, way to stay low, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's just side note. Um. <laughs> Tommy's Tommy's definitely on top of his game because when he was told to lay low, technically, he is laying low in the sense of making sure that he's not followed. So he brings his mom, Mrs. Egan, over. And I always love when Mrs. Egan and uh, and Tommy's together because they have this... (laughs) Very unusual relationship, right? It's very unusual. It's it's, it's very unusual, but he brings his mom over and then he gives the car because Tommy knows that the car is now um, has the bug device and so now she's going to go somewhere and they're going to think Tommy is where Mrs. Egan is at. So pretty smart. Do you think that it could uh, hurt Tommy because his mom uses some kind of drugs or something? Do you think that she could get caught up and it ties back into Tommy somehow? I think I I have a theory that I'll get into later about Mrs. Egan Mm -hmm. um, that will hit the fan at some point. But I think with this story, no, I don't. And Mm -hmm. I think it's smart that they are... I think it's smart that Tommy does the switcheroo with the car. Oh, I love that move. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... Proctor also um, Proctor also um, doesn't he doesn't advise this, but he mentions to James to think about flipping on Tommy. Um, what do you think about that? I I I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I was very happy because when we first started watching season one, that entire season, we saw the brotherhood between Ghost and Tommy, mm-hmm. in, in that they just had each other's back, literally, like since they were you know from childhood or whatever so this that that what he said to proctor just made me feel so good because ultimately he's like it's not you at on the other side of this table it's me and mm-hmm. that's tommy like it just showed you that he still has tommy's back you know through thick and thin you know he's he's facing the death penalty mm-hmm. and here he is still talking about not turning on him so i love that yeah i've always i've always been a fan of that that brotherly even though it was it was it last season where they had they beefed a Strike. little bit. They yeah. beefed a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. but in the end, that to yeah. me was my favorite part of their relationship, and they, they always end up together. Yeah. And, and Ghost is in some real trouble. I mean, he's facing the death penalty. He's in jail for k- killing a federal agent, mm-hmm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this Tommy knows that. As crazy as he is, he's thinking of his brother, you know, and he's going to do whatever he can. Yeah. So, but Tommy seems like he's got, like, a little bit of battle within himself. On one hand, he's like, it's because 
of Angela. And we told you to get rid of Angela mm-hmm. on one hand, so he's mad at that. But then on the flip side, when when Ghost called James, when James called mm-hmm. uh, Tommy on the phone, it was it was that moment was so powerful to me because Tommy said, he said, I need your help. Go mm-hmm. said, I need your help. Tommy, he said, help me. Yeah, he, he said, help, help me. me yeah. Right. His face turned. What do you need me to do? That's, that's, that's absolutely like literally like I got your back. What do you need me to do? Mm-hmm. And then he said, take care of my family. It was just like, ugh. you know, but it was a moment that shows whatever you need me to do. I got you out here. What do you think that means? Take care of my family. That to me means, you know, it's, it's not looking too good. So whatever happens to me, take care of my family. I think yeah. it's something deeper than that, and I can't figure out what it, it is. Mm-hmm. But going back to Tommy and, and my theory with Mrs. Egan, so now let's talk about Teresi and Connie, um, the other guy who's in jail. So Connie is getting too sick to make trips to visit um, Teresi alone and regrets not giving him children. So Teresi needs more uh, time to get money to her for the treatment. She has one year, not 18 months left to die. So... Teresi know that James was important when he caused the chink dropped him for the James case. What are your thoughts on on this guy knowing something of the last name Egan? Yeah, I'm not quite sure where to place that yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly this, the story is unfolding and we're seeing that there's something to that. I, I just don't know where to put that yet. What do you think of Bam? So, <laughs> I Bam's think... Bam's got to figure it out. <laughs> so, I think that this guy, Teresi used to have a relationship with Mrs. Egan back in the day. He asked Egan, Mm -hmm. and then he says, you know, where are they from? And so she said, I think Brooklyn or something. So I believe that this guy used to mess with Mrs. Egan or Mm -hmm. basically smash her or or something. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, and I believe that Mrs. Egan, she left to get with James, his dad, who was in the club. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the two of them, had some type of sexual relationship. She got pregnant, and thus Tommy was born, which is why Tommy and Ghost are stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? Why I like that theory. On se- I think it was season one mm-hmm. or maybe season two. We were really trying to figure that out and, and what that relationship between uh, Tommy's mom and Ghost's dad. That, uh-huh. or, we were trying yeah. to figure that whole thing out. So, yeah. again, we, we were saying how nothing is nothing is shown on this show for nothing. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. like, everything has a reason. So, the fact that it could come up right now, I mean, you might be onto something. Yeah, and, um, and I've said it last year. I said it last uh, uh, season three, um, and there was another guy um, from the East Coast. He has a radio show. He's also said that they refers publicly, but I yes, I do believe that James and um, or that Ghost and Tommy are Sir Brothers. And the fact that he was asking and being inquisitive when he heard the name Egan, like there's something about that about the name Egan that really struck a chord with him. Mm-hmm. So I believe it has something to do with at least <laughs> Mrs. Egan because he's kind of old school. And then the whole fact that his new wife couldn't give him kids, and so maybe he regrets the fact that. Mrs. Egan left him to go with. So, and when we look at previews, James is bleeding, so he's going to knuckle up in the in prison. And this Teresi guy has some type of power to where he told that one dude basically kick rocks when he tried to hit up on James. So, that's my theory about that. Ladies and gentlemen, Bam Erickson. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you would you like to comment or say say, say something? No, about? I got to plead the fifth on that one. Okay. Um, so now Tommy, Julio, Marcus, G. Rod, and Crystal Ball. So Crystal Ball double t- crosses Tommy, and Crystal Ball uh, uh, pays the price. Um, so 
Chami chases Crystal Ball with his own car. Mm-hmm. Robin, go ahead. I know you live for I that just, scene. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's it's a classic Tommy. It was, uh, I like that. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and what more? He's just, don't cross me. What? Mm-hmm. And that was also Tommy just getting it. He's stressed, frustrated, yeah. and he has to do something <laughs> yeah. that makes him feel good. You know, kind of like he was punching the bag in an earlier scene or was it yeah. a scene after. Um, so that's that's one of his exercises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now this is where I'm getting ready to to do some dragging. Petty Pablo is about to speak. Okay, the homeboy Marcus, get his ass out of the clique because he got pu- sucker punched and then he backed up and then he didn't even have the he didn't even have the street mentality it to try to even knuckle up. Yeah. Get his ass out of the crew and you don't need to be selling drugs if you can't take a sucker punch and then you're gonna back up. And then hold your face like yeah. no, get his ass out of there. I saw that where, too. Where yeah. where is Victor? Where is Victor? Victor was the one who was um, who was counting the money uh, um, in in the in the laundry room. Yeah. The other guy, um, what's the, the the big guy who was driving the truck? What's his name? Um, um, the the tall, dark skinned guy um, who is now the driver. He got beat up by he got beat up by Tommy last season. He's the. I, I should know this. Black Grimace? That's it. Black Grimace. Yeah. Okay. Get his ass out of there, too. <laughs> he got beat up season three. Marcus got beat up. Where, like... Get yeah. him out. It doesn't represent no, what Tommy it does not. and Ghost, like, what they've set up. They're you know? soft, they're punks. Yeah, we've seen from the very jump how hard their, you know, their organization is, how, you know, badass their organization is, and then all of a sudden you see that, you're like, wait, what? And then, it doesn't make sense to me. And then Black Grimace, you're driving, like, Victor was always the driver. It's like, bring Victor back, because Victor is the only <laughs> one who has the the street hood and credibility to be able to hand. Those dudes are punks. Get, 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 get rid of them. We want Victor. I'm just saying. I'm 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 done dragging. I'm done dragging. Uh, Now this was very small dragging, Bam. That wasn't that wasn't too much dragging. Yeah, uh, it's just they're punks. Just go, beat it. Just go. (laughs) Now, uh, um, Tommy and Julio, I I smell a a knuckle brewing. I I I feel something. Yeah. Um, um, Well. He mentioned, um, Julio mentioned his loyalty to Ghost, and, and, and Tommy said something about, like, basically, who cares about your past or something. So, uh, now I'm wondering, because I did read through the grapevine, that we are going to hear about Julio's story, the 718 tattoo on well, his neck. yes, yes, we will. I yeah. mean, I'm sure, I don't know if it's coming this, this season, I hope it does, but I think that we are going to hear more about his background. Mm-hmm. And so, I think it is going to go down. And then also, the fact that Julio did not step up. When they were going to confront Crystal Ball and um, and uh, G Rod, mm-hmm. the the short Puerto Rican who got Putami beat up and, uh, and ran over the car, the fact that Julio didn't handle it that way, that also gives Tommy the motive to dislike him even more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I think that Julio is just trying to run the business, uh-huh. and he's trying to keep things, you know, amicable, especially with Crystal Ball. Yeah, he tried, you know, mm-hmm. he offered him some more two stash, extra breaks, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, and just keeps things going. And he's, he's, I think Julio is just trying to get the business going, especially since James is in jail or Ghost yeah. is in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tommy is not the way he works, you know. Tommy is yeah. this hard dude. Something happens, you deal with it the hard way, and. It's not the way Julio does things. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, don't you think that there's something to the fact that Julio, he made mention of he, you know, he's got a loyalty to Ghost, you mm-hmm. know, and how Ghost runs his business. He's very level-headed. Uh, Tommy is more just the one who's just 
sort of outrageous sometimes, but Julio seems like he's acting in a way that Ghost would. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I argue to that. Um, so Tommy and Keisha, Jimmy and I, we called it last week. Um, I didn't like the fact that this relationship and them smashing, it, it, it was too soon. What do you think about the whole Keisha um, and Tommy situation? No, well, I wanted it to happen. Let's just be clear. Okay, you did. <laughs> well, there might be repercussions, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know. I just want, <laughs> I don't know what it is about me wanting people to, like, mm-hmm. get it in. But yeah. specifically them. Um, and then they've known each other for a very long time. I like the fact that Tommy has had her back. He sort of saved her, and she's, you know, indebted to him. But she feels attracted to him because there is this man who she she knows. Of course, she knows that there's some legality issues but he's promising her i got your back you know so there's something that's like very manly and powerful and sexy about that so why not i don't trust keisha she came off as a skank so you gonna kiss him (laughs) you kiss you kiss tommy first and then you ask about holly wrong you should have asked. You should have asked about that way long before if you care no i don't agree i don't agree Mm -hmm. no i mean don't keisha's not a skank Look, okay, well, listen, the reason why I disagree with that, he came in to kiss her. Sometimes it's just like, whoa. Then she stopped him and asked about Holly, and then she was like, okay, cool. If she's gone, let's just continue. Okay. Right? Okay, so then what about about the fact that she's blabbing, um, um, where's my notes? I said, agree (laughs) or disagree with Keisha spilling dirt on she and Tasha's bitter bitter backbiting friendship just because she got the D. Do you agree that she all the information that she gave? Do you felt that that was appropriate? That's a good question. Um, well, as a friend, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Because if I if I'm a friend, no matter what you've done to me, necessarily mm-hmm. me, I'm not just gonna rat your your business out. Once you tell me something, I got it. It's, it's on lock. So, uh, and then Tommy's too close for all of that. Tommy's mm-hmm. just too close to Tasha and the whole family for her to be spilling the beans to him. Yeah. Out of all people. Wait, you're saying uh, what Keisha told Tommy yeah. about her relationship with with with, with Tasha, Tasha and how she slept and how uh, Go slept yeah. with Sean and how she takes everything that I how Tasha slept with yeah. Sean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and well, how they're she... kind of close too. Her, she and Tommy, so that's kind of I think she's I don't if I remember correctly, I think she's might might have mentioned that said something to that effect to Tommy before. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, Maybe maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but I saw it as you know you, you're sleeping with someone. It's pretty intimate, so you kind of share things that, that come from your heart, something you feel, yeah. you know. And she does feel like she's being used yeah. for something that's really scary to her. She can go to jail and she can lose everything. Mm-hmm. And she and even though she loves Tasha and she's her best friend, that's a it's a it's pretty uh, um, uh, crazy thing to ask a friend to do, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, and also, if you think about it, uh, Keisha doesn't have anybody anybody else Nobody. for her, you yeah. know, there for right. her right Bongo. now. Yeah. And then she feels safe with Tommy because every, everything that he's done for her and everything that he's promising for her right now. But the thing that confuses me is why does Keisha still, you know, she still was over Tasha's house, you know, mm-hmm. when the when the feds came in and everything, and she's mm-hmm. still right there with her. Yeah. So um, do you think she's just being strategic about some things, keeping her close? You know, it's like... Not that Tasha's an enemy, but you know the saying of, like, keep your enemies close. Um, I, well, I think when she went over to the house, I don't think anyone expected the raid. I think she was just going over there to kind of yeah. catch up and just... she They haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I take that for. But then once the raid happened, she did really feel like, oh, like, I can really go to jail and this is not something that she wanted to do. Do you think that Tommy is smashing to please her and make her happy just so that she won't 
stop the business at the hair shop? It's hmm. <laughs> a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I, I Maybe, think that could yeah. be that could be part of it. Um, I also think that Tommy, you know, once again, I mean, he's got some stresses in life right now, and he's attracted to to Keisha. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't be? He came over there, and she's in that little dress, and you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like they've got some things in common right now. It was also mentioned. Um, um, Holly was mentioned twice with Keisha and with uh, and with Mrs. Egan, and um, and Keisha says something about you don't know what it feels like to to not have a child. I can't remember, but did Tommy know that Holly was pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So then that's why that's why that trigger set him off. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Tommy. Uh, Ghost, Tasha, Tariq Reyna. So now James is facing the death penalty. Um, Marshall Williams broke it down how it works. The drug paralyzes you. You feel everything, but you have a heart attack. Um, we've kind of talked about that as far as the, the death penalty, but what's your take on um, the family coming to see James at the prison? Uh, I mean, I think that it was obviously it was great that they came. Um, I do want to say congratulations for you know to the writers for bringing back the third baby because we haven't seen the third daughter. In I so saw her long. and I was like, she everybody looks was hella like, big. where did she go? And yeah, yeah. Maybe there was I, I don't know what uh-huh. was going on behind the scenes, but you know she was back. I thought that was cool. You saw uh, I I saw um, when Tariq was able to get on the phone with Ghost. He had that. That's my dad kind of look mm-hmm. even though he's got all this this anger and this stuff going on that he you know internally but he at the end of the day sees his dad and I think that it's like this 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 love and I was happy to see that I didn't see it that way really um because he was sitting there with his lip poked out like mm-hmm. he didn't want to be there and when his dad said you know be the man of the house and be respectful to your mom it was like all right I got it and then he just handed the phone back Mm-hmm. Um, without even looking at his dad. So I, I took yeah. it different. And and I think there was that moment yeah. where you can kind of see that. But then I, I'm also paying attention to the beats yeah. that the camera stays on someone's face. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, it just means something. Yeah. So there was a beat, you know, that they just stayed on Tariq. And that beat was just like, you can see something in his eyes. Yeah, I agree, Robin. That scene to me was like, that was everything that's important to, to James mm-hmm. is right there in that room. And Amari did an awesome job. Oh, yeah. Very subtle and didn't have to do much, but yeah. he showed it all. And, and I agree with you. There was, there was a little flash of, you know, that's my dad. I mean, I'm doing all these things, but yeah. here's my dad, and he, mm-hmm. he could be here forever. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. What's you guys' take? So Tasha tells the kids not to speak to anyone about the family, and especially about the name Ghost. Um, along with that, and then Tasha kind of testing Tariq by by giving the information about the name Canaan. Mm-hmm. What's your take on just Tariq? Tariq, man, Tariq, we've seen this coming for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to whoop that kid. I just, you know, he's, 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 conf- he's lost mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, Tariq is lost. He's angry. And he seems to be reaching out for uh, that, that, feeling that fatherly thing that Slim is giving to him. He yeah. feels like he I think that he feels like he needs that. But everything about what he's doing right now is pissing me off, including the conversation that he had with the boy at school. And you know how the what was the question that the that the, the kid the, the kid said um question um about the gun. 
you know, the is gun, the, the the, is, gun. Is it the, the gun that you brought to school, is that the same mm-hmm. gun that you, that, um, that your dad killed? Right. And then he wanted to He's play. He's like, maybe. Yeah. Oh, like serious. I mean, just the little things. It's just the little things he needs to slow down. But he's a kid and that, that's going to, that's going to piss you off. It's going to piss us off. Yeah. And we're going to want to, you know, smack him into sense. But you think about it. His dad's not around. <laughs> mm-hmm. He hasn't yeah. been around for a long time. He's always making excuses. He's always in trouble. He's in trouble now. I mean, imagine, I mean, I know when I was his age, I was all over the place. Yeah. And you don't really have a grip on, on, on your emotions. You know, it's always like really low or really high. So, and he's I get at, it. Um, and he's at the age now where, you know, Tasha can't do much. You know, this is the most important time when Ghost needs to be here. And then Ghost wounds up breaking up the family. He mm-hmm. wounds up going with Angela. Yeah. You know, he has to go to that small ass apartment and, and hang out with this woman who he doesn't know. So I see why he feels that way. Um Raina also feels one way, but she's um she's daddy's girl. So she's mm-hmm. she feels a little bit different, but she is upset. But now I have to be Petty Pablo. This Tariq little boy Kill this old bastard. I'm over. This little boy needs to go. <laughs> it's so wrong. Kill that little, kill this little On bastard. So many levels. He needs are so to wrong. Go. That's so wrong. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Kill him. He thinks Tariq thinks his dad is a liar. He now thinks his mom is a liar, and he thinks that Kanan is the one who is telling him the truth. You get what I'm saying? It is. It, it, it to me, it's the prime example of what. You know, if you knew, like, for instance, a relationship, right? If the man and the woman are in trouble, like, the woman who knows that they're in trouble, mm-hmm. she knows the exact things to say to, yeah. like, get that man to kind of come to her or whatever. That's what Kanan is doing. He's sort of, like, wooing Tariq. He's saying the, all the right things. He's not lying to him. Well, he is lying to him, but Tariq doesn't feel... He feels like he's telling him the truth. So he's just doing every all the right <clears throat> moves, and that relationship is so uncomfortable to me. Yeah, but he's a kid. He's getting he's a kid. He's getting the attention that he that, so craves. Right. You know, he's getting yeah. that fatherly. He feels cool. He feels like a man around a kid. Yeah. Um. So, or he's like coming into becoming a man, and and Ghost is you know he hasn't been around a lot of broken promises, and mm-hmm. it, I agree. it's it's you know teenagers, man. It's yeah. rough. Yeah, I know. I don't like it. You're right, but I don't like it. <laughs> Tariq needs a good one. He needs somebody to square up with him. He don't need to be killed off, though, Bam. The way that, at the rate that he's going, dealing with Kanan, and Kanan is so petty, um, there is a possibility. There's three people on my hit list this season. There's Kanan. There's Dre. I'm sorry, not Dre. There's Kanan. I'm sorry. There's there's uh, Tariq. There's Julio. And there's Tommy. Really? Yes. And so now let's let's get to Dre and Kanan. So, um, I get what you're saying regarding that he's getting the attention that he needs. But there's also this thing. There's also this thing with Dre where uh, Kanan, where he just does not give any f's at all. And I feel like he will do anything to to continue to manipulate the situation. He says that. Um, uh, he says now Kanan thinks now now that Kanan things Dre told Tariq about him being Kanan. He says, now you're paying me to keep you alive when he went to punk Andre. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on that? And what do you think Kanan is going to do? Well, I'll tell you what I think needs to happen. I think that all along, this is what I've been saying, mm-hmm. and I think I'm I'm kind of getting some uh, of the same feedback from different people. I think Dre is going in the direction of Ghost. Mm-hmm. Ghost is very strategic. Mm-hmm. He's very smart about some of the things that he plays. 
the moves that he plays. Mm-hmm. I think that Dre should feel well, he should have already found a way to kill Kanan. We mm-hmm. that's no doubt. But I think that he's going to strategically somehow he's going to make that happen where Kanan disappears. So I think Kanan is on the hit list. Okay. I can see that. My theory is this. With Ghost in jail facing the death penalty, this is the best time for Kanan to get back into the drug game because Ghost is gone. And so with that being said, he has Dre as his little puppet. Mm-hmm. Dre is scared shitless of Kanan. Mm-hmm. And so to prove his loyalty, what he's going to have to do is he is Kane, is, is Dre is going to have to kill Tommy. He's going to have to kill Tommy to prove his loyalty to Kanan. Once Ghost gets out of jail in season five, which I believe is going to be the final season, I believe then Ghost and Kanan are going to finally have the, 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 the showdown. Ghost and Kanan. Ghost with and no Kanan. With, with no Tommy there. That's what that's what I think happens, and and it and it it it, it makes sense that Kank, that Dre should be the one to go. But like you said, they're they're prepping him to be the next ghost, and it's too easy for him to for him to be killed. Mm-hmm. So I believe he's going to stick around. It's too easy for them to because uh, you believe that Dre was on the hit list at first. So you I, don't I, that I did, but it's too it's too easy to predict that Dre is the one that's going to go. Yeah, I, I just don't think that it would serve anybody any good if Dre got killed off. Yeah, it really doesn't. Right. So he needs to be there because I do think there's a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just getting a kick out of your face. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting a kick out of it. It's David, guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I think that there's a lot of potential in the ways that it could go. Like... Listen, he's in the prime position. He's uh, he's got he's getting Tommy to where he needs him to be. Remember, he's trying to prove to Tommy mm-hmm. like I could be that guy. Yeah. You see in his eyes when he's in the club and he's looking at the at the situation, he's like, yes, selling the bottles, yeah. getting the match, get, you know, and, popping yeah. the pills or whatever. Like it's going the way that he needs it to go. He's yeah. that dude right now. And it, it's smarter to keep him alive because once Tommy's gone and out the way. I believe that no one is going to know exactly who killed Tommy. So when Ghost gets out of jail at the top of the season five, mm-hmm. now he has to figure out who killed him. Uh, there's still this mystery about Kanan. No one knows that he's alive except for Dre. So at that point, I believe the two will have to battle each other. And, you know, maybe they'll both kill each other. Well, I'm not sure what's going to happen. But I said even last season that I think Tommy will die. Um, well, I wasn't sure how. But now I think I think Dre's going to kill him. Hmm. I hate I hate the thought of it being. I, I know I know you do. <laughs> it, the taste and, in and my the, mouth and the <laughs> and the wild card for me is also Julio. I think Julio has he's the wild card. I think he has to go. It also seems very easy for Sandoval to go, but Sandoval is so smart. He may ride this whole thing and be probably one of the last people standing at the at the end of the series because he's so smart. And so all he has to do, regardless if if Ghost gets out of jail or not. All he needs to do is make sure that no one finds out. And the only way that they can find that out is through the gun. He's already wiped the gun. The, the gun is already wiped and clean. So, and, and Sandoval also had gloves. There's no way that they could find out that he killed, that he killed Greg Knox. Okay, so let me talk about something else very fast. Mm-hmm. Do you notice a shift in power? from last season to this season. Yes. Even from the very last episode of... So, last season, we saw how, you know, Ghost was in power. He was buying up, you know, clubs, Mm -hmm. and he was, you know, doing his thing to get himself situated where he needed to be. Um, 
all, all of these different things. I could go down the list, but I'm sure you guys know. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, on the last episode, Angela kind of that was the that was the uh, the shift in power. She goes and she arrests uh, Ghost at the, at Club Truth, right? So then all of a sudden now, Ghost has no power. He's mm-hmm. in jail. Mm-hmm. Tasha has no power. She has no, she has no um, like and no legal money. She has nothing. Yeah. She has nothing. Yeah. So even when she goes to Angela's house and she's she's like, if you what if you weren't a cop, you know, there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Even physically putting hands on her, you can't do because there's a you know. Do you think that okay? Do you think that that was a smart move? So now let me let me go back. So Ghost said when he was when he was doing the the practice questioning about I would never kill an FBI agent. Ghost said that. Then when Tasha went to confront Angela, although Angela was in her feelings, she's a lawyer, she has photographic memory. Tasha said the same thing. He would never kill an FBI agent. Mm-hmm. You're kind of giving some stuff away, so I wonder if that's a mistake for her to go to the house and will that information... But she knows already. Doesn't, doesn't Angela already know that Ghost has killed people? I mean, she, something's happened where she... She arrested yeah. him. She did arrest him, but I just, I just wonder with her going over there, will that be a mistake? I, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see, especially with mentioning yeah. that he would never kill an FBI agent. I, I'm just not quite sure that that's going to like play into like a downfall of something. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, what I think that happened in that scene is that's just giving more ammunition to Angela feeling bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it with Raina. She didn't break until last episode when she saw, or the episode before last, where Raina said, why are you doing this? Why are, you know, you wanted mm-hmm. us to live with you. You said that you love my dad. Why are you doing this? She didn't, we didn't see a break in her face. She was walking around with so much umph, you know, mm-hmm. so much gall. It was just yeah. like, um, and now all of a sudden she's, you know, she hears the baby talking about, uh, I thought you loved my dad and all that. And she's actually feeling bad. And then she drops the wine glass at home. She's losing it a little bit. So Mm -hmm. I think that Tasha going to her uh, is feeding into her a little bit more Mm -hmm. to the point where, I mean, I could save this for predictions or whatever, and I'll mention it again, but to the point where I think Angela could, she's going to get to the point where she absolutely feels like I can't let this happen. I got to do something. I have to step in. I have to uh, go visit him. Maybe he's going to say something to trigger something. Uh That she she does what Angela does, which is be dirty, because mm-hmm. Angela's dirty, yeah. right? She's done some things, so I feel like she's got to do something dirty to help him out. So Tasha going to visit her, I think, played into those feelings, because mm-hmm. she even said, it, you know, if this is of any, you know, wh- however she put it, if this helps at all, I wish I wouldn't have never walked into that club. So she's feeling bad about yeah. all of this in the first place. Um, I have a question for um, for you. Going back to season three, when did you know that you, your character, was going to kill Greg? If I remember correctly, um, I think it was the, I think it was right the episode before I did it. it uh, like an episode or two before. So were you notified, or did you see in the script that oh, I'm the killer? I think I saw it in the script. Okay, I don't remember, but I think now, I saw it in the script. Now, when you guys are getting your scripts and, and doing table reads, I, I know sometimes it goes a couple ways. They kind of give each of the series regular, they kind of give you a briefing of what is to entail for your character for the season. And then, obviously, you get the scripts, and then you, you get it a little bit before the pre-read. Or when, you're, when you're reading the script, do you like go to the back and see, okay, I'm alive. I made it this, you know, like, are you worried? Every script. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. There's power. Mm-hmm. You never know. Bullets are flying in New York City all the time. Yeah. Um, but I read it. I just read it. Mm-hmm. I read it like, I actually read it like a fan, and I judge it, and I think all kinds of things about the character. Mm-hmm. And I'm amazed by things. And then I read it mm-hmm. to work on it. Okay. But I read it first like I'm reading a novel. I, I love reading the scripts. Do you have a, excuse me, Pam, mm-hmm. do you have a favorite, just as a fan of the show, do you have a favorite uh not actor, but someone who's playing their role very, very well. Um, I mean, there's, there, I have favorite. I mean, Amari, of course, and 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 um, and Joe and 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 Jo. I mean, I, I love and Dre and and Kanan. I mean, um, Fifty. I, I love when he killed his one of my favorite seasons when he killed his son. <laughs> I mean, I. He's a bad dude, and he killed his yeah. son. But I saw, I saw like a, like his eyes almost flicker a little bit, like mm-hmm. the sense of a little bit of guilt, like he just killed his offspring in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. Um, and I remember loving that. I mean, I love the writing on Power, mm-hmm. and yeah, and everybody plays it so well that I don't. I, I like the, the I love the show in its entirety. Yeah. Like, I can't say I have one favorite. Everyone yeah. makes everyone makes the their part work. Yeah. 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 Um. And we've mentioned before that when information is given that worries you, you don't show it in your face, but you do these things. Uh, you do this thing where you click your thumbs. Is that a is that um a choice you made as an actor, or was that something that was in the script where he gives some type of? No, hint? I. You know, this is this is kind of like your. Leg tapping, yeah. you know, when you, you got mm-hmm. you're, you're stressed yeah. out, and yeah. you got things going on, and you do this with your leg. That's kind of Mike's thing. I mean, okay. I, I early on, I caught myself doing it. I didn't do it on pur- on purpose. Mm. Caught myself doing this, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this could be his thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah. I have certain things, you know, when he does this. And yeah, yeah. He's kind of like trying to say, what the <laughs> hell am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, some things you just come up with, and then you think, "Oh, I should keep that." And you remember, I remember doing it sometimes. Sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So once this, once this, um, this case goes to trial, will we see Sandoval doing any cross examining? Um. Uh, he's he's going to be involved in the court. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's going to do everything he can to take Ghost down. I mean, okay. This is his survival. If go, if Ghost, yeah. mm-hmm. if Ghost goes down, he's free. Okay. Now you mentioned that the whole fingerprints and the DNA is going to come up. I'm just fishing. Fish. Um, <laughs> will we see it before the season finale? Before. Uh, will that infer, will that be revealed? Before the season finale, I can't say okay, that. You can't say that. Okay. Um, I'm <laughs> trying to fish. Because you think, <laughs> yeah. You think five is the last season? I, I do. You do really? Uh, Why? I think five is a, because it's such a great show. Um, you don't want to go seven, eight, nine, ten seasons because in this type of lifestyle, no one survives a long time. So I feel like it's better to hit you, boom, 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 and lay us out and just be like, ah. I agree with you, um, but there's so much. I mean, they keep doing this mm-hmm. every every season. They keep right. writing. Courtney says she likes to write in, into a corner and then try yeah. to get out, and they keep doing it over and over and over again. I mean, I read scripts, mm-hmm. and and I always I, I finish it, and I, my first thought is, how are they going to get out of this? How, mm-hmm. how, how are we pulling out of this one? And then boom, they pull out of it. That's what makes mm-hmm. it so great. Yeah. I think 
seven or eight. Okay. I well, think seven is a great number. Mm. Okay. Well, I'll say this. What I thought was, was great is by Ghost going to jail, that gave storylines for the task force. Because once, right. once Ghost is found not guilty, which I believe will happen, then the only thing next would be Sandoval or Angela. What other, what else could there be to keep the task force along and to keep them in this, this, this power? So it could be so many other things, though. Um, okay. But what I was gonna say, I, I, I like the fact that we discussed very early on, probably season one or probably season two, that something had to happen to Ghost. Yeah. We knew they couldn't kill him off. Yeah. But so, this was the perfect way for them to get him out of the way. Just sit him down for a second while he's still, you yeah. know. Everything, um, they're still talking about his storyline, but how was everybody going to react? What teams were going to bond together? What was going to happen while, while Ghost was away? So I like that they did it this way. Plus, all mm-hmm. the other people that they're introducing, like Patar is stepping up, you mm-hmm. know, and that could create its own storyline. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, who was Sue? Like we talked about that yeah. before. Now she's being introduced, and then there was something, again, it's the beat on her face. She was. Something is going to yeah. go on with Sue. And I know you mentioned that, but mm-hmm. remember when she, uh, when she, Dre was watching yeah. and she kind of cut the corner, she stared at yeah. him for a second and I don't know what that is. But And she's watching um, and, and, and we are going to wrap, but yeah, you're right. She is watching and she did ask what's in the matches, which I, when, when Dre said, well, you know, that's nothing that you need to figure out. She's nosy. Mm-hmm. So at some point, it's like you knew she's going to, at some point, she's going to figure out what it is so that she can go back into Julio. So, you know, again, Julio's on the chopping block and so is this girl, Sue. But I get what you're saying about some of these people. So what? Who cares? There, there, there's certain characters who are just not that important to give me six, seven seasons. Yet. Yet. Yet, but it can't, never, right. never underestimate. You cannot. We, who knew that Dre was going to have the, the power that he has now? When Dre first came along, he was just this dude from the block, right? Yeah, I see endless possibilities. Okay. So do I. I, I I'm like hopeful. Bam. Plus, I think seven, or, or at least seven, is 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 enough where you the fans get enough, you get their fill. You know, four, okay. five. It's kind of quick. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, we haven't. There's so much that we have that's to just find this out. Coming year, so you know. We still got to find out who's who's Tommy's pops. Tommy's we we, we we do, but one thing that I, I like about this as we wrap, um, I love how there's so many storylines. Like everyone has so many different storylines, yeah. and um, it's just it's really great. Do you have any other questions before we go into predictions? Uh, well, no, this okay. is for predictions. All right, so now let's go into predictions. All right, All right. and here's our <laughs> predictions. Bam, you go because you 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 never make me. Uh, okay, you never go first. Okay, so like I said, um, I'm looking at the long end, um, and it's not that I don't dislike the show. You know, I would love for you guys to get in at least 88 episodes so that you can get the residual money. I I just don't see it, and I obs- and I actually don't object to uh, ghosts being shot either, <laughs> because this this life you are not guaranteed to live long in this type of life. And Ghost has said before, you know, you can't... How many drug dealers do you know has who's a 70-year-old drug dealer? Well, again, <laughs> with Tommy being killed, as I predict, he's going to have to get back into this into this life. And now you have to remember, not only does not only does Dre have Kanan to deal with, he got Junebug. I mean, Junebug can get her own spinoff. She's so, she's so bad. <laughs> so he has a lot that he's going to have to deal with once he gets out of prison. So for me, 
like I said, my, my predictions are Julio's on the chopping, chopping block, um, uh, Tariq and Tommy on the chopping block. And I love your character. And like I said, you should die, but you are, but I'm not you. Sandoval is so smart. He's going to coast through this. He's going to coast through this show. He's going to make it out alive, I, I think. Um, okay. So I think that Kanan originally, okay, when he was talking to Junebug and that whole crew, they wanted to get Tariq for for re- the reason of getting back at uh, Ghost. Mm-hmm. But now Kanan is starting to look at this dude as almost like a son, kind mm-hmm. of how Sean was to Ghost, right? right. So you can no longer, you're going to get him into, you know, drugs or whatever the drug game yeah. like you want to but I don't think he's there to harm Tariq mm-hmm. so I think the next best thing is Tasha Tasha might be on the chopping block for me who I, knows I don't know that's just <laughs> yeah. okay yeah. the other thing is that I think Angela is going to do something dirty and um, I think she is going to um, she's going to do something to get Ghost out of jail I think that she's going to offer some type of information or do something dirty to get him out um, or to help with that and I think Dre is going to figure out a way to get Kanan killed or set up. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have. Somebody said this. I want to I say Suge Ray, I think it's on YouTube. Shout out to Suge Ray. She said, Angie is going to get Mike's job and she's coming for Ghost. Okay. She says that Angie is coming to get Mike's job. Mm-hmm. You can't give a prediction, but is there any information that you have been approved to give? to tell us and the fans and all these people that are watching and listening, like, you know, will Ghost get out of jail? Like, would he get out of jail before the end of the season? Is there anything that you can give us that's a spoiler? All I can say is that I, I guarantee that that you're not going to guess what happens. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be awesome. Okay. <laughs> and the streets have been talking. I, I hear that... I hear that this season is going to be phenomenal, phenomenal, yeah. and I really do believe it. So, yeah. thank you so much for stopping by. Thank Let you. everyone know where you can be found on social media again. Thanks for having me, David Fumero. <laughs> Just like that, and you guys again. can find me <laughs> on all social media platforms at Robin Ayers, and you can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson, and you can also find me in this new uh, Twitter uh, campaign ad. Um, the hashtag is um, Summer Getting and See Every Side. So if you go to Twitter, um, you'll you'll see me and some other people in the new Twitter campaign. So Yay, thank you guys for watching and listening. Thank you to our special guest, Mr. Dave, David Fumero, who now um, who plays um, uh, Mike, Mike Sandoval. Yes. I'm getting all tongue tied. But thank you guys <laughs> for watching and listening, and we'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.